this time, like the week after, we're, we're getting consistency. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah, right. Uh, Candice, how are you doing today? I'm all right, you know, hanging in there one day at a time, trying to stay black in 2021. It's a daily hustle, daily grind. When Candy said that, even with a smile, you could tell she's holding back all, <laughs> everything. That's She want to just tear everybody up right now. She's so angry. It's okay, though, girl. I'm not angry. I don't think angry is the right word. I think it's just like you get to a point where you're just like, this is just what it is. Like, this is some F shit, and this is just what it is right now. Like, and that's just how we're going to have to have to rock out, and that's okay. So you got to either choose to push through or you're going to choose to complain and complain that honestly didn't make anything much better. So let's just vibe out. So here we are vibing. Nothing but anger, <laughs> nothing but frustration and vibes. Frustration and vibes. Okay, well, let's ease some of that frustration and have a little fun yeah. today. Like, you know, light combos. Well, kind of light. It's not that light, but kind of It's light. a lot better than it was It was, week. yeah. It's a lot better than it was last week, for sure, for sure. So this week was National Signing Day and uh, International Girls, what is it? National, National Girls, Girls Women. Women's. It's hard. It's so many sports. days. <laughs> Women's History Month next month. Like, I be getting them confused. It's a lot, you know. But, yes, yes. National Girls and Women in Sports Day. Um so I had went and looked that up just because one of my friends asked me, it's like, isn't it women for women who work in sports or is it just, is it for athletes? Like, what is it? And I, because they saw our posts with our old pictures of, you know, competing. And so I was like, let me go look before I answer this. And it seems as if it was made for female athletes, like to celebrate female mm-hmm. athletes. And then it has expanded into, you know, women who work in sports as well, because that kind of goes in the same function, especially sure. older. So yes, celebrating all the women in sports, whether you work in sports, you played sports, whatever the case may be. Um, we definitely want to see more women in sports, more girls playing sports. Uh, I don't know. So we're going to talk about our sports uh, backgrounds a little bit. I'm going to let Candice go first because, you know, she the one over there that be making history and everything. So go ahead, Candice. Tell us about um, you being the first black woman at UNC Chapel Hill to be on the swim team. Okay, sorry, I had to put it out there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I had, um, yeah. I, had, I had to brag on you a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> a lot of people do. A lot of people do. Who needs to brag on themselves with friends like these, right? So that's great. Uh, I swam at UNC Chapel Hill. Swam all four years, lettered all four years, took my talents to NC State postgrad to train for Olympic trials, did that for two and a half, three more years. So I was swimming for my whole <laughs> formative years, I should say, until I got to my season victory. I retired at 26 in 2016 and kind of made that trajectory into the radio sports lifestyle. So I'm very thankful to have swimming and have that like story behind me. Um, I was actually thinking about today how I would not have known if I hadn't been the African-American studies major. A lot of people ask me all the time, like, why African-American studies when I was in school? And I was like, well, I just wanted to learn about myself. I wanted to learn why there are systemic reasons that we have not progressed in ways that should be just, you know, very ABC, one, two, three. And yet, you know, back in the day, besides just like, oh, they didn't teach us to read and write, there are formal systems in place that hold a lot of people back you know, from being educated, from getting certain jobs, certain industries, all those kind of things. So, you know, studying African-American history was really important for me. And my senior thesis, I had to write about the plight of the Black athlete. 
And so that's really why I'm passionate about working in sports. So we were, I wrote about how, you know, back in the day, black students used to like protest and athletes used to like join in. And I talked about how like you don't see black athletes speaking up anymore. And like, they're so scared of losing scholarships or not playing. And that's just something that your coach encouraged, like mm, don't protest or anything like that. And so for me personally, to see all of that change and shift this summer, it was like, okay, it was a nod, like, man, the kids are all right kind of thing. Like they are seeing that it's okay to use your voice and platform for good things. Um, so all that to say, I learned through just studying at UNC, I was like, I had to ask the former coach, interview him about, you know, just what swimming has been like. Found out I was the first black girl. I was the fourth person ever, uh, black person ever on the team. There was like three guys before me. And then I ended up having a Jamaican teammate. So it's just stuff like that that you don't even realize how it comes full circle and why it's important to just know your history and know why <laughs> really you came to be and how important it is to continue carrying that. And so that's why I, along with a lot of people, Village Family really started a swim meet for Black kids just to have representation because it's important to see someone that looks like you doing what you're doing. In a lot of ways, it's a sport that many people don't see us in, right? They only talk about us every four years and the one of us that gets to maybe have the opportunity to be an Olympian, right? And so it's just beautiful to kind of see like there's going to be a young lady who decides to swim because she saw me. Like that's crazy to think about, but it's also like very humbling. Like, okay, you have to keep going. So for yesterday, getting all the flowers for people are being excited about, you know, just having someone they can call to or like see doing it. It's very unique for me. Like I don't necessarily like all the attention, but at the same time, I have to get better about acknowledging the part of history that I happen to be about. So yeah, that's my spiel. Okay. Okay. How was, signing, <laughs> how was signing day for you? Like, did you have a huge signing day? Was it a big? Yeah. Day? I mean, I went to private school. So like it was me and like two other people. It wasn't a big deal. Like you did like the whole hat, you know, family there, take pictures, yeah. all that good stuff. I, you know, was just a nerdy kid, just happy to go to Carolina because that's, my mom went to law school there, and so it's kind of like, you know, following tradition, and I don't know, it's Carolina, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but on the other side of things, on the other coast, we had track athlete sensations. Yeah. Sensation. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about that sensation. I mean, I've seen the pics, right? The body is the You know, that is just so deceiving, though, because it's like your body in motion, all your muscles is popping out at the moment. It just look good. My muscles have never looked like that. <laughs> <laughs> never <laughs> um yeah so i have been playing sports for forever um i started playing like organized sports when i was like seven i didn't get to track until like i dabbled a little bit like at school in middle school mm -hmm. and then high school was the first time i actually was like okay a part of a team i'm really doing it um jumped into it and kind of i don't want to say force but <laughs> <laughs> I was forced to continue it once I jumped into it because I had no intentions of running in college, none of that. Like, that was not something I was looking forward to. And then my, like, junior year hit, and I started getting recruited. And I was like, I don't know why they're hitting me while I'm not doing it. And she's looking at me like, shut up. Don't let nobody hear you say that. Do not ever repeat that. Like, hush. Yeah. Just, just go run and hush. Yeah, yeah. Not the normal shut up and run, but, like, in that moment, yeah, shut up and run. And then I think it was like the summer between my junior and senior year, I was like, okay, I actually might be interested in running college. I was watching a track meet 
and it just looked cool. And I was like, okay, maybe I can do this. There you, you go. Know, whatever. And I think I started to like it more. It just started to become like, okay, I'm, I'm meeting people through here. This is like kind of fun. So then I went through the whole recruit process, took my trips, um, actually committed somewhere else mm-hmm. before I even took my trip to Washington State. Um, that felt so when we had so when signing day came around, I was committed to to Columbia because um, I was in a New nerd. York. Yes, because I was a nerd. Okay. <laughs> I was a big nerd. Um, and have similar colors to UNC. I know, I know the blue. So I went on that recruit trip. I had a good time or whatever. Um, it was one of those situations like you can't really turn down Ivy League. Like sure. you can, but like at the time I wanted to be a lawyer. Like it was just like, come on now, you you're not turning that down. And my mom was looking at me like, like she's like, it's your decision, but <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, then I had committed there, and then there was this situation with I wasn't taking an AP math or science class my senior year because I had finished all my requirements for math and science and I was taking AP US history and AP gov I don't know AP literature AP literature sorry Mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to switch out of those because those are the two easier AP classes. Absolutely. <laughs> and I was already like, I already did my work. Like I went hard those three years. So my senior year I could chill, right? Mm-hmm. They wanted me to be into the AP physics or AP calc. I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm not doing that. So then that opened up my recruitment again. And I went to Washington State for my last trip. And then I just decided to choose there. Now I get asked all the time, why would you choose Pullman? Like you're from California, why do you choose Pullman? For me at the time, it was very, this is something different and new for you. Um, it's gonna give you the actual college experience because it's a college right. town. So why not? Like just do something different. A lot of my friends stayed home. A lot of people I know stayed and went to like USC, UCLA, UC Riverside. And I just wanted something different. I'm like, this is your one chance to, you know, grow up, be away from home a little bit, experience different stuff. And so I did mm-hmm. it. Um, and I did absolutely nothing on my recruit trip. So, like, I'm pretty sure they were shocked that I chose to go there because I did nothing, like, nothing at all. Mm. Um, but my signing Ooh. day ended up being, like, it wasn't a big deal. I just did it at home. And I don't, wasn't even actually signing the paper. It was, like, a fake paper my mom put down, and we just took the picture so that, mm-hmm. you know, Washington State could post it or whatever. Um, my time there was great. I do remember, well, great and not so great. <laughs> I had issues adjusting to like the fall training. Um, that was probably the hardest for me because I <laughs> a lot of work and I just do sprints. Why am I running five miles a day and I'm just a sprinter? Like I get we've got to get into training and stuff, but come on now. But yeah, college overall track. Um, I was not a sensation like Candice. I don't do that. I, I hate when people do that. I hate. I, people, I, I was I actually look. Like, I was actually pretty good in high school because it was a sport that I just jumped into and just did, and I had like natural abilities because of my parents. Um, but I was never able to beat my mom's time. My mom's time is her high school time is still in record books in California. Me, not so much. <laughs> but I, you know, earned my scholarship and you know got through school. That's all that matters, right? Yeah. Yeah, I hate that your 
uh, experience. So you didn't do anything on your recruiting trip because my recruiting trip is probably why I ended up going to Carolina. Well, the funny thing is my, my probably favorite recruiting trip was North Carolina a and uh, That was Sounds like right. the best, the best. I remember my host took me to a party and I wasn't, I was only 17 because I was, my birthday's late or whatever. And I couldn't really even get in. They had me sitting in the front for a minute and then one of their friends like snuck me in. <laughs> I was yeah. talking all. I'm sitting here like, look at this, this is so fun. There's so many black people. <laughs> and I think the only reason I went to Carolina was because when we went to party that night after they did practice, you know, swimming, there's not very many. So I took a trip to LSU, Tennessee, and Virginia Tech. And every party they would only hang out with the swim team and I was like I just did not grow up only hanging around white people like that's just my truth like I just I my mom didn't raise me to like only hang around you know people I swam with and so UNC was the only place that hung out with basketball players football players and I was like oh I'm home like I went so hard I ate cinnamon toast crunch I had some vodka. I can't even remember the name brand, but you know it was that cheap stuff. <laughs> it got a little too happy. I had a, yes, a blue Old Navy dress. I can remember it very vividly. Had my hair looking crazy. I had like, no, I still had perms. Oh my God. And I puked. Puked and rallied. <laughs> Literally blackout. <laughs> Went to the club, danced on the mirrors, twerked all night. And then Lily got in the car with my mom, like, I don't know if I can go anywhere else. So, <laughs> I'm home, mom. This is where I belong. I gave it like two weeks and I was like, you know, I just feel like I already know, but we can play this dance. But I always thought I was going to go to LSU. I wanted to go away. But then when you think about, you know, if I broke my knee, did I want to be in Baton Rouge, Louisiana? I'm like, hell no. Right? <laughs> like, I always thought about those things. You know, wanted my mom to be able to see me swim. She doesn't like to fly. Didn't want to have to get on a six hour car ride every time I had a swim meet. But you know, my black mamas always want to support, especially. I'm gonna be there, baby. I'm gonna be there. Yeah, no, but like especially when you're in a predominantly white sport, they don't want to think like they. She didn't want them to think that her my parents weren't involved in my life. You know, like they just shit me off, or they don't have. She wanted to be that helicopter because she just was like, "Listen, we 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 got it too. So whatever you feel like you're gonna say in the stands, we right here." You know, she right. did a lot of defending me growing up, and I you know the story she tells me now just about the whole process and how people were just ignorant, you know? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But at the end of the day, glad I went through it. Did never have to do it again. <laughs> never would do it again. I don't recommend being the first for anything to anybody. It's not fun. Like, <laughs> I think that's been the hardest part of being like, oh, why don't you share much? Because, like, everything wasn't rose color and goggles. Like, I'm fun. Like, I had to go through a lot of things. And when you are a first, you have ignorant coaches. You have coaches who can't understand you. They don't know your personality. They don't know how to relate to you. They don't try. So it's just stuff like that. That's like, yeah, that wasn't exactly the most glamorous part of swimming. However, I did this, um, what is it called? This they're like group. They basically talk about student athletes. And so their series is called Uncut. And they currently have a young lady who's swimming at Carolina. She's black. And so... I was able to kind of put it full circle. Like she'll never experience what I went through because she has me. Like I didn't have a me. And so like, that's my pay it forward. That's my, okay, how am I gonna reconcile my very toxic relationship with UNC? Like everyone thinks it's glitter and gold because I talk about them on a podcast and I can talk about football and basketball. There's a lot of different feelings there, right? So 
I like made a point to like reach out to her. She has my number. Like she can call me anytime because like I do want to be a change. I do want her to know that my experience will never be her experience because I'll come up there and wreck everything. <laughs> like I'll shut everything down. Like if she ever experiences any type of like, you know, prejudice or discrimination, shut it down. Like yeah. what we gotta do? Who who asked we gotta look? Who I'm ready? Yeah. So it's just things like that that I'm appreciative now. Like if I had to do it, all right. Kind of like the vibes, frustration vibes. Yeah. So you gotta keep pushing there. So yeah. Um, do you feel like because we just said this, like you why you chose UNC, do you feel yeah. like at times you think you wish you would have chose somewhere else? Yeah, but no, right? Like yeah. of course there's always hindsight 2020, I should have gone, whatever, but I probably would have been barefoot and pregnant in, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, probably by sophomore year. Like I would have been focused on the wrong things. Like, I would have been like trying to find a football player and chilling. Like I wouldn't have that been kind of my, That was kind of my thought about not going to North Carolina NT. I was like, am I actually going to get my work done here? Because everywhere I looked around, it it just seemed like fun. And like I would granted that's on you to be disciplined, right? But it's also if there's just this constant like 24-7 party or distract, and I'm not saying that's how HBCUs are, because yeah. I go to one and I'm not putting that on y'all or saying that's all y'all are about yeah. at all. I was saying for myself, I was looking at it like a kid in the candy store and I didn't know if at the time that I could fully handle it. But also too, I think I had some reservations about moving so far away mm-hmm. at a young age. Like I said, I was only 17 when I graduated. Um, I had never really been away from home seriously. So I wasn't really in my mind prepared to be that far away, but I knew I wanted to go away. So like Washington is, you know, I hop, skip over. My mom can get to me quickly if necessary. Hop on yeah. a flight. You know? So it wasn't too far. And it just felt more like, okay, I can handle this as yeah. my transition into the world, you know. But I do think about the other places I could have gone. And I remember at one point, um, Arizona wasn't – well, Arizona was an option. But I remember at one point when I was running for Washington State, the – one of the sprint coaches at Arizona used ran at Washington State, so her and my coaches were really close. And sometimes I used to be thinking, like, dang, I wonder what it would have been like if I was there. <laughs> but I love my coach. I love my coach. She, I still keep up with her today, both her and him. Um, but I, I have those thoughts sometimes. You're like, you know, I wonder if I would have been better there or not. Nah. But I no. feel like I ended up where I was supposed to. The, I like, just know for a fact that I, I could not have gone to a football like dominant school. Like Carolina was perfect for me because I don't mess with basketball like that. Like I appreciate basketball. Sure, it was so fun freshman year having a national championship and rushing Franklin Street. Absolutely, but I'm big. I'm a big you know football girl. So like going to LSU, literally the athletes sit in the second row every game so like they were feeding me jambalaya, and I was like, oh, the game, fifty pounds, been pregnant, like, not. Not paying no kind of anybody's attention. Like, school was cool, but, like, I mean, I didn't care. <laughs> and that was the thing with North Carolina, like, uh, A&T, they had soul food there on a regular basis. And I was already dealing with the body changes my senior year. Like, that was the first of it for me. And I was gaining weight, and I didn't really – I didn't notice it, but my mom and my coaches noticed it, and they were like, all right, you you got to buckle down because, you know, you got you about to go off to school, and that freshman 15 going to come quick. It was a freshman eight, but you know, imagine if I would have went somewhere where I'm eating like that on a regular basis. It is the dorm food though. Like I will tell you, beware of the dorm food. That 
you think you're eating a salad and you're really not. Like that salad has some other extra calories in it. I don't know what it is. But the normal well, uh, you know, lettuce is water. So yeah, absolutely. But I also yeah, would say, but, but I, do think that, I do think that the calves at Carolina put laxatives in their food. I do. I believe that for a fact because well, I, think that's that's how they keep the <laughs> I think that's how they keep the system rolling. Like I genuinely, I'm like, I have never gone to the gap and left. Like my, my stomach felt straight, you know, like that's never. nasty. Yeah, that's so. Oh, I miss those Belgian waffles though. After going out Friday, waking up Saturday morning, oh, they were so bomb. Mm. Oh, I know. That's why I was. You can go out Friday. We all we only could go out Saturdays. Like that was good. We had Saturday we'll morning. See, we'll see. We're a spring sport, so we didn't start into. Well, we started technically winterish. Like we had fall training during the fall, but all we were doing was training. So like our weekends were our weekends. We were free, and then once January hit we started traveling for indoor. So then that's when like our season gets started. Um, but fall, so football season, volleyball season, back the start of basketball season, girl, we was cutting up. <laughs> I don't think summer, like, and I think that's why summers probably were such ragers because we had like, oh yeah, everybody for real. Swimming facts. Different. No yeah. facts. I, was, I remember different. the swim team at our school, but yeah. we had all types of, like we had swim, rowing, soccer, um, basketball football track like we all kind of just mixed around all the athletes hung out with all the athletes that's kind of it wasn't until i got to carolina that i realized that swimmers were the hot girls and then you know it is what it is but i'll let you in for and y'all some hoochies y'all walking around in a swimsuit of course y'all some hot girls but, but we didn't walk around in like nobody walked around in swimsuits like on campus but i mean no i know that. but you good i'm saying though like that was one thing that was always the talk about like okay track and volleyball have skimpy uh attire you know for their for their uniforms but swim, theirs is, they take the cake. <laughs> yeah, I'm used to it. I very much was more comfortable in a swimsuit than regular clothes. That's for sure. That's wild. It took me forever. Yeah. To like swimsuit. being half naked was like a thing. Like, you know, very modesty is not a thing for swimming. So, yeah, I feel that. So, okay, to wrap this kind of up into a little bow, um, what does it mean to you being a woman in sport today? Or yeah. And, like, how does your background play into that? I mean, it's everything. Like, I had an interview, you know, a while ago, and it's like, I just do sports. Like, I know things because I've had friends, I've dated, <laughs> I've been around, you know, the industry for so long that I don't know that I would want to start. Like, to me, it would be starting over. Like, I think, of course, there are always transferable skills, but I'm not interested in that. So it's just trying to figure out how you fit best and whatever you need to do to kind of amplify to me for what I want to do is like the black athlete voice. And so, you know, I'm appreciative of being a woman in this game because I think that we're necessary. I think a lot of times people really just don't take a step back and acknowledge the fact of how necessary we are. There are a lot of good interviews that happen because a black woman gave it, right? There are a lot of good story pieces because a black woman said, hey, I understand this, you know, the cookie cutter side of what you want to portray and like you know produce but there's a great story here you know there's a great image here there's also times where we've been through so much you know as females in this game that we need to start having those com uncomfortable conversations about how we're treated in this industry and that's not going to happen unless you have women there because if guys they don't have to go through that like a guy doesn't have to worry about whether an usher or like a ticket taker is hitting on them they don't have to worry about you know, someone making an inappropriate pass that they probably think is just joking, but it's like, yeah, at the end of the day, you wouldn't say that to your daughter, so why are you saying that to me? Like, there's so many things that women have to deal with 
all the time for no reason other than being female. And so I think for me, I've graduated to the point where it doesn't faze me, but I want to help the young girls who are going to be influenced or feel like they can't be here because of people like that. Like, yes, the whole like Me Too movement and just like amplifying more of like the creeps are real, but there are some still hidden. (laughs) There are some, you know, who are still not giving women the chance that they need. They're still very old school minded, still think that only men should dominate this world. And so I think it's important to not just be specs. Like, why can't we have a all-female, you know, led group? You know, why can't we have, you know, from director to intern, why can't that be all-female? Yeah. Like, it's been all-male for so long. You know, I think people are like, oh, well, that's just too much. We got to diversify. Well, that kind of reminds me of when (laughs) when our time at the Saints, right? Like, at that time that I started, you guys had already kind of been in the mix of things, and it was a good amount of women that were interning that year. And then the following years, not so much. And, you know, there's things that happened there or whatever that we didn't necessarily deem as fair or felt like the, it was warranted, but you know, it is what it is. Um, Like you said, we could go on and on about the things that women have to deal with in this industry. I mean, we could do a a show about that one day. (laughs) Maybe we'll see how we're feeling. Cause I, I'm one of those, like, I like to share directly in private because it's not something that like, I'm trying to say like, this is at all places that you're going to deal with this type of stuff or whatever the case may be, but it is things that we deal with as women that can help others. So maybe we will Listen, talk about I, it. I've, I've been proposed to. Like, <laughs> right, right. I have been by, by somebody that could have been my grandpa, y'all. Like, yeah. and, and the thing is though, that didn't bother me as much as the perception that was uh, brought about that, right? Because then it was, mm-hmm you're talking to too many, like, excuse me, I'm having a conversation with someone. Like, I respect my elders. I speak to them as I pass them by, no matter what job they're doing. And if you take that as me flirting with somebody, like, that's a problem. Well, I think it's also the code switch. Like, I'm able to talk to the man who sweeps the floor as well as the CEO of the company. Like, I think that's just being a female because you have to learn how to navigate space well. Because a lot of people... You know, but like, oh, Candace, you look bitchy today. No, I just like I'm about my job today, right? Like I'm oh, always play about with my me, job. right? <laughs> but then <laughs> like, you have to worry. But then you have to worry about okay, but you need to look approachable when you have to be in these people's face. Like it's 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 a trick. Double edged sword. Yeah, but overall, as a woman in sport, I will say that um, sports have helped me overcome a lot of obstacles, have taught me how to be more confident in myself, um, how to stay motivated and set goals and go after them. Um, I dealt with some anxiety through sports. So going into the real world, it kind of helped me learn how to deal with those. I still struggle. Um, Mm -hmm. Still have my imposter syndrome moments that I had when I was running and now in my career. But um, knowing that, I did complete, you know, my four years. I did run. Whether I accomplished all the goals or not, I still did something that a lot of people can't say they've ever done or, you know, it's still a huge accomplishment. And that's one of the things, like, I've tried to do as an adult is find the accomplishment, right, in whatever you've done. Like, find a reason that's, to celebrate That's yourself. a gem. That's a gem. Because in swimming, for me, it was you went, you did the event, if you had the best time, you've won a gold medal. Like, that's how it goes. Like, there's no anything other than black and white, <laughs> right? 
you get in the job world and you realize I put in the work, I've applied for the position and I don't necessarily get it. And it's not because you know, I'm not talented or qualified for it, but you have to get over that hump of feeling like it's not me. It's just, that's what they were looking for. Or it is a political thing and they were already had right. their candidate in mind. So it's just overcoming that, you know, self-doubt. And it's like, should I even be in this industry? Should I even do this role? Should I even try? Because if you don't get it over that quick, this industry, she got to switch you out, right? Because there's so many women that are trying. There's so many men that are trying to get where you are. So I think it's about taking a step back, being proud of yourself for your accomplishments, but also recognizing that it isn't black and white. Like It isn't just, I put in the work, something good's going to come out of it. It doesn't always go that way. And so it's just about, like you said, recognizing the accomplishments. What can you be proud of? What can you feel like you've accomplished when it's all said and done? Yes. Indeed, indeed, indeed. <laughs> we, I really intended for us to talk about imposter syndrome and stuff like that this week, but we went on a tangent about our college days, and I love that because sometimes it's just what it is. The glory days. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I don't know if those are my glory days. For, for I think my best is yet to come. Right, same. I'm still like, you know, there's still some spice ready to pop out. <laughs> well, it's not. I think I just know myself now. I think yeah. before I was still trying to figure out and be and just blend and right. make sure everyone was okay with who I was. And I'm like, yeah. man, I'm cool with who I am. I you need to go ahead you. and get on board. I period. I, I can grow. I give myself grace, but damn, I like who I am. Period. Okay. Say it. Say it. Don't me. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. <laughs> But I mean, people try to play with you. And so you have to remind them every now and then. And that's why you have friends. Play with your mama, not me. Yeah, I don't play games. Nah, not when it comes to like all the work you put in. You can't. Yeah. Because people oftentimes will just try and bring it. There's so many obstacles you already have to face. So like you can't then internally like bring yourself down. You ain't got time for that. All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in to Motivational Hour with Cindy and (laughs) Okay. Where the money resides. Okay. The, oh. okay. <laughs> so next week, oh y'all. Oh my god. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Crazy.